Welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast. I'm Brian McDonald, your host here at Dude Solutions. Today we've got a great program. We're going to talk about something a little bit different than the traditional facility management topics. We're going to talk about a program that is near and dear to everyone here that works at the Dude. We're going to talk about the Good Dude program. Joining me today are Bobby Nell, who's a training specialist here at Dude Solutions, and TJ Bingham, who's an engineering manager at the Dude. Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us, Brian. So, the good dude. First of all, TJ, I want to ask you and uh, give you the opportunity to tell our listeners, what is the Good Dude program? So, the Good Dude was uh, founded a few years back. It's a program we use to uh, support our community activities and charities, organizations that the company feels passionate about, uh, mostly in local area of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. We want to impact wherever we and by we, I mean uh, the dude employees uh, live and work and play so that while you may not know it, your neighbor, your cousin, your uncle, uh, whoever uh, in your neighborhood uh, might be impacted by something that we are doing. So, and uh, Bobby, you know, why did, why did the dude start this program? You know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that, Brian. I think... At Dude Solutions, we tend to hire a lot of like-minded folks who just enjoy that community involvement, giving back mindset. And it was started, I believe, in around 2011 before I arrived here at Dude Solutions. And interestingly enough, when I came on board, I was looking for things that where I could, you know, branch out and do more. And thankfully, Dude Solutions had the Good Dude program uh, in place where we can just kind of roll out programs and different initiatives pretty seamlessly as long as it's gone through the Good Dude Committee, which we can talk about in a little bit. Um, but really, why did we start that? I think it goes back to the passion and the drive that everybody has behind them to give back to the community where we live, work, play, and heal. Yeah, there were a few, uh, I want to build on that, Bobby. There Please. were a few very passionate individuals. Uh, one of our co-founders, uh, Lee, is very passionate about giving back and supporting the community. So they all got together and started talking about you know, how can we as a company do better and do good things and they kind of came up with the good dude program they kind of came up with a, a guideline of here's what we're going to support here's how we're going to support it uh, and that's grown and evolved over the last seven to eight years that it's been around uh, to really be a core uh, staple for our company yeah and uh, you know I've, I've had a chance to work at a few companies and and done various um giving programs and community involvement programs, and I was very impressed with uh, my first participation this year in the Good Dude program. Uh, there was a ton of different activities. So TJ, tell me, um, who are some of the organizations that benefit from this program and that we work with? Well, like I said earlier, we like to focus on local over national. Um, two of our largest uh, groups that we support, and by largest, I mean largest in terms of support. There might not be the largest groups we support. Uh, one of them is called Brown Bag Ministry. It's based in Apex, North Carolina. Their mission is to feed homeless, uh, feed people, not just homeless, but just people who don't have access to food. So every weekend they get together, uh, they make brown bag lunches, brown bag meals. They deliver those around the triangle area here in Raleigh uh, to different shelters to different places on the street um, and just hand it out to anybody who's, who's really in need. Uh, we support them quite a bit uh, financially, but also with volunteering 
and our time. Um, one of our other large organizations is the uh, Food Bank of Central and Eastern North Carolina. They serve quite a bit of the area. It's probably one of the larger organizations we support. But one of the reasons we like supporting them is that organization touches so much of the area that we know it might impact somebody who lives an hour, hour and a half away. We have people that drive you know, 70 miles one way to get here and we know that organization might impact them. But also, since they are the largest food bank, food organization in the area, a lot of the other small groups, including Brown Bag, go and buy food from them Mm -hmm. at a discounted rate. So by supporting the largest one, we are in essence supporting lots of smaller ones that we might not know about. Yeah, I agree. I know I've done uh, volunteering at the Food Bank of Eastern North Carolina before, and. participated in some fundraisers. They're a fantastic organization. They do so much good. The people that work there are spectacular. Yeah, the, we've always had good experiences with the people, uh, the place. It's always a, a fun time for our volunteers. Uh, they truly enjoy it, uh, but we also know that it's a good cause. So there's another program I heard about, and that is the laptop giveaway. So Bobby, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, the laptop giveaway is where, you know, we have, we're a technology organization and every one of our employees has a, has a laptop and over a period of time those laptops reach their expiration date for what they can give back to us here internally, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're a, a throwaway laptop, at which point we start working with an organization to give them our used laptops and we've been doing that for a, a number of years now where we're helping organizations and uh, particularly one organization that we've been working with giving them our used equipment so mm-hmm. they can um, then grow it and, and develop. Yeah and that was one of the the big things that when we uh, first formed the good dude was also you know we have all this technology lying around instead of just keeping it in a closet let's give it to somebody who can use it. We've given laptops to, to children to children's programs. Uh, one of those is called Nerd Orchard. Uh, They're a small group around here. They like to teach technology classes to young and old. So we donated a few laptops to them so they could teach some uh, technology classes. They taught a class with our laptops about uh, how to build a website. And they had people from uh, 10 years old to uh, 65 in that class learning how to build a website for the first time. Yeah, that's awesome. I I, I love hearing how, you know, we can take what, you know, typically sometimes is discarded and, and repurpose that, that's really going to help people in their lives every day. And you know whether it's a hobby or it becomes their career, it's enriching and, and nourishing their life. So I think that's a fantastic program. There's another program where the dude offers corporate matching for employees. And I'm actually interested in this because I just did a, a recent gift to my son's Boy Scout troop. So Bobby, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So coming from a perspective in HR, um, we've done a number of things to help develop and support Good Dude initiatives and especially to drive participation into our volunteer programs that we'll run throughout the year. One of which is making sure that we um, train every new hire that comes through our our door on orientation day and we tell them about our 1% of their time that we allow them to take for volunteer activities. What does that mean? That means 1% of a a workday is five minutes. That adds up to two days a year. So what we're giving back to them is if they'd like to contribute to a local nonprofit or be involved in community in any which way they'd like, 
they can take time off in our HRIS management system and take up to two full work days a year um, at four hour increments, a full day increment, and that to, in order to give back to the uh, community and for volunteer efforts. Uh, on top of that, we also have a matching program. So where the good dude itself will actually match up to $250 of your charitable donation. Uh, we have a number of opportunities that will arise throughout the year. We also have a number of employees who drive their own initiatives within their departments that we can help support from a good dude perspective. And that has been a, a great success to kind of help drive and promote this uh, volunteer initiative throughout the organization. Yeah, I think it's a great policy, and I'm, I'm glad that the dude does that. So that leads me into an activity we completed just uh, about three weeks ago, and that was Volunteer Week. And I wonder if you guys could tell me a little bit about Volunteer Week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was such a fantastic opportunity. Our investor, Warburg Pincus, has a, a week-long volunteer program that they run throughout their company, and they, they, they passed it along to us, and they said, what can your company do? And um, from an HR perspective, we said, oh, this would be fun. Let's make it a company-wide thing. You know, we can make it competitive. And what Warburg was going to do is they were going to give us $1,000 to the charity of our choice. And we thought it would be neat to have each department kind of get together with their own individual teams. Managers can work together with their teams and, and colleagues can work together. And, and really, all the good dude needed to do was supply the you know, possible destination points where they can go and volunteer and spend their time. Um, and we had folks, interestingly, on the West Coast, in Canada, all over North Carolina, volunteering at all these different nonprofits and these community initiatives that are going on around their, around their homes and while they, around where they live. It was so fantastic. And um, so really, it was launched with a nice email that said the winning department gets to have that $1,000 to go to a charity of their choice, which, again, sparked a little bit of competitiveness between mm-hmm. and amongst the departments. It was nice to see, though. Um, and collectively, as a whole company, we were able to contribute 2,000 hours, over 2,000 hours of work that week, uh, of volunteer work that week towards local organizations. We had some folks volunteering for um, local food bank. Uh, what did you, your technology team Yeah, so the technology group, we went out and we did, organized a group to go to Jordan Lake, which is a large lake uh, right outside of Raleigh, right outside of our office area that a lot of people use for recreation purposes, for fishing purposes. And we worked with a group just called Clean Up Jordan Lake. And it's as what you would think it is. We, uh, about 40 of us, uh, went and on the shoreline and just walked around and picked up trash. So one thing to note about Jordan Lake is that it's a, uh, the basin where all the water comes from is a huge area, probably the size of North Carolina, is all that water flowing from Virginia, Mm -hmm. the western side, flows into Jordan Lake, and all that trash just collects at the bottom of it in the woods when the lake rises and falls. So we found tires, barrels, stuff that you would be like, how did this get into the lake? And luckily, you know, we didn't have to trudge it all the way up to the the top of the road, but uh, they work with the Army Corps engineers. Who built the lake and uh, we just left it on the shoreline they would call the army the next day and they'd come by with a boat and pick it all up and get rid of it for us but it was very fascinating to see you know an hour and a half two hours three hours I think we were out there for maybe three hours just cleaning up walking around and 30 to 40 of us were able to pick up so much trash uh, it was it was pretty incredible um, so just being able to go out and do that uh, really made an impact really made us us all think, I think I heard somebody say afterwards, like, 
if this isn't Jordan Lake, like those things you hear about the Pacific Ocean have to be, those are, have to be real and very impactful to those areas. So, if you didn't hear this, the passion behind his voice there, it's pretty <laughs> evident. And I think the same could be said about every department that we're able to contribute to these um, uh, to these nonprofits and to these local community efforts that they're doing. We had folks building bicycles, mm-hmm. building houses through Habitat for Humanity. Uh, me and my team went and painted a children's um, intercochlear implant center um, for UNC Chapel Hill. We painted the entire inside of the facilities and the rooms and the office rooms and things. And just the amount that everybody was able to contribute during that week was so inspiring. I mean, it really was. It was very impactful. And yeah. I'd give shout outs to the marketing team who wound up taking home that $1,000. <laughs> and uh, I believe it went to Habitat, Habitat Wake. Yeah, the, uh, I, I'm on the marketing team, and, and we did win the challenge, which uh, was great. And I have to say, for me, it was it was a great experience. It was uh, rewarding to go out and do something for the community, to do something for someone who would benefit from the work. And the other benefit was kind of the team building. And I wonder if you guys could talk a little bit about what you've seen there or, or feedback you've heard. Yeah, so um, not just Volunteer Week, but one of the goals of the good dude volunteering program in general is team building whether that's through a specific team like marketing you guys work together on volunteer week you guys doing a team building exercise activities just spending time outside the office spending time trying to get to a singular goal you know technology we went engineering group product group we went and did the jordan lake cleanup just interacting outside of your normal day-to-day work area and getting to know someone at more of a uh, personal level um, that was one of the goals of the good dude as well give people that team building opportunity a few years ago uh, i participated in a habitat free humanity build um, and it was pretty much right after i joined the company so I, I didn't really know anybody but it was pretty awesome i met a bunch of people that i would probably never interact with uh, before some of them are pretty good friends now so it gives you that opportunity that you wouldn't normally get. That's right. You know, network within the department. It's so mm-hmm. powerful because yeah. at times you're you know, not necessarily trapped within your own department, but mm-hmm. the daily grind you're going through and working with the marketing team, but very rarely can you work cross-functionally with other departments. So this really, some of the initiatives that are driven through the company are really a, a good way to and encourage, um, encourage that, that type of environment and that team building mindset. Yeah, I, I had the opportunity to work with someone in my department that I don't normally work with on a day-to-day basis uh, because they broke us up in small teams to, to put the bikes together. And, and again, that was, it was enjoyable because you, your work paths maybe don't cross as much as, as you'd like to, but in an instance like that, uh, you're able to kind of build that relationship and friendship in a different way, and so it was very enjoyable. One of the, one of the recent um, ones we did, I think, TJ, I think you were there, was the Mountains to Sea Trail. Yeah. I would dug trails along the Eno River. I don't remember if you were on the rock moving section. I was on section. the rock moving <laughs> Literally had to build a rock bridge across a small uh, ravine. Um, I was on the, the trail okay. digging, so um, I don't know. You probably learned that you shouldn't trust me with a pickaxe because... Uh, <laughs> Throw my back out. You know, this yeah, and that. no, it was, I was sore the next there day. There were no sure. dudes harmed in the making of that trail. No. So I want to ask y'all how other organizations might be able to emulate the program that we've done. Any tips and guidance that you might have for them? Yeah, I think it starts from getting that executive sponsor. 
um, getting leaders, leaders in your organization to really buy into a program like this, to an initiative like this. And then it's that trickle-down effect. Um, and then your managers, and you'll realize that you have a lot of like-minded folks within that, within your company. And they have a ton of great ideas outside of your daily work environment. And being able to see all the lives you do touch and the people you get to meet, not just in your department, but the folks I've met at these institutions that we've worked with are just special people. They really, truly are. Um, so how does a company get started? How do they do that? I think, yeah, I think from my perspective, TJ, and maybe you can build on this, it's, it starts at the top, getting that buy-in and then encouraging it through different in, different incentives. You know, we, we happen to uh, do the 1% of our time and the gift, and the, and the gift matching, um, but empowering your employees to run these initiatives is, I think, really important as well. It gives them a sense of ownership. Yeah, I think you need to, like Bobby said, start at the top. Really find somebody that's uh, part of your leadership team, your executive team, whatever it's called in the organization. But also you need people just in the organization that have the passion to volunteer, to give back. And then it's a commitment. I mean, there's some days I have a good dude meeting and I've got other stuff going on and I don't want to go to it. But at the end of the day, I committed to it and I do it and I enjoy it. I like it. It's rewarding. But you have to be committed. You have to be caring about it. You have to be passionate about the cause. If you're not, if you don't have that passion, that drive, it's, it's not going to succeed. And if you don't have that support of the top of the ownership of the, and I say the top, I mean the company, it just won't succeed either. So you need, I think you need both those things, the support yep. from the top, the passion from the, the middle and the, the bottom uh, to keep driving it. And I know we were mentioning a lot of initiatives and work that we do outside the company, but there's been so many different activities that we've driven through the company within the walls of our building that I think you anybody can run. I know that I've personally set up a Movember um, charity a few years back. I know TJ runs a chili cook-off that we have here at Dude Solutions. I mean, there's just been so many internally driven initiatives that make it pretty easy um, to, to give back and to help special. Yeah, yeah, and those, those two things specifically, they give back and help causes, but it's also, it's fun for employees. It's fun uh, for morale and engagement and just, you know, doing something a little different than your day-to-day grind that you might have, getting a break to do go do something that's going to support a good group, uh, good opportunities, things like that. Yeah, it was interesting when we were doing the Movember, seeing everybody with a little mustache. You know, from the leadership team on down, everybody had a, had a mustache rocking, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And you get to figure out with the chili cook-off, who's a good cook. Yeah, right? we found some good cooks. We found some bad cooks. Uh, no offense to the people that uh, participated. Yeah, I don't no, want to say no names. Problem. But uh, I saw bear chili. Yeah, year. we had somebody who had brought in some bear chili. Uh, you just get some interesting things, and uh, I think a lot of people really just enjoy those those differences, those those little things. You know, the little things do matter sometimes. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more with you on your point about leadership. It is important to have that leadership buy-in, not just and and it's got to be more than just yeah, let's have a corporate giving program. But just great points that y'all brought out. I want to thank Bobby and TJ for coming on today and telling us about the Good Dude Program. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Appreciate it, Brian. It's a pleasure. If you're interested in seeing our Good Dude Program, we will share some links in the show notes. Uh, we've got some pictures and different activities that the dudes went out in the community and did, so we're happy to share that. I want to thank everyone for listening this week. 
And whatever you do, go out there and be a good dude in your community. Thank you for listening to the Operate Intelligently podcast. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a review, and you can even email us at dspodcast at dudesolutions.com. 